This is Acceptable Vices for August 26, 2016. This episode, Comics. Hey everyone, this is Victor Frost and welcome to Acceptable Vices, the show where we talk about fuck all anything we want to because it's our podcast and who are you to tell us what to do? Here on the show tonight, we've got Scott Johnson. Hey, Skojo. Hey. How you doing, How's man? it going? Ah, going pretty good. Yeah. I don't have anything crazy to say at the moment. <laughs> okay, then. We also got Nelson. Hey, Nels. Hello. How you doing, man? I am driving a uh, car on, what is it, train tracks with an alien laser in the Old West on an alien planet. So you're playing Overwatch. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> what I'm are playing, you playing? Uh, I'm playing Slow Stately Overwatch, which is uh, Abduction, the new game from the people that made Mist. Ah. It's very puzzly. Uh-huh. So you mean uh, Overwatch with only one player in it? Only one player. Uh, a lot of... Uh, FMV actors and a lot of puzzles. Hmm. Hmm. Okay then. And we've got Cherba, of course. Hey, Cherba. Hey, yep. How you doing? Oh, not too bad. I met a dude the other day. Yeah. He was pretty cool. Yeah, he only had one arm and he had a fucking false arm that told the future, but it wasn't very accurate. Oh, really? Yeah. It was a pathetic, prophetic prosthetic. <laughs> okay. So we've got a. <laughs> we're going to be talking about comics today. Everybody loves comics. Well, except Billy. for. No. Well, well. Well, well, even even blind people can read comics because they make comics with Braille and stuff. So yeah, yeah. Well, you can uh, just have someone read it to you, I guess. There are I can, but it sort of takes the comics. Yeah, I, I guess, but it's sort of. I mean, I've seen like comics with like raised with the with the most prominent lines raised, so they can actually kind of like feel the the picture. Boss, oh, so boss, yeah. emboss. Thank you. It's embossed. Man, that'd be such a pain in the ass to make though. Oof. Yeah, right. Wouldn't it? Because you'd have to, like, how they'd have to do that is they'd have to individually tool rollers or presses to fucking emboss each page correctly. Mm. Unless they did it with like a like a heavy deposit of ink, like that that would dry as like a almost like a solid. Maybe I'm yeah. not sure. Uh. All right. Well, anyways, we're talking about comics today. Skojo, you uh, you you read every Marvel comic. I think, right? Yeah, well, thanks to Marvel Unlimited, which is their uh, online uh, comic, uh, like Netflix, that uh, Marvel puts <laughs> out, uh, they they put everything out six months after it's on the uh, stand. So uh, I got on, I got under that, uh, I got it, I think, a Words. year and a half ago. What? Yeah. <laughs> year and a half I got it, like. Yeah. Yeah, a year and a half, two years ago, and uh, started reading everything Marvel put out. I decided to try to read everything they did with their Marvel Now imprint, which I think started in 2014? Oh, no, 13. And I've been pretty much reading everything Marvel put out since, six months behind. Huh, cool. What have yeah, you, there's have you a got lot like of crazy a, stuff. Have you got, like, a favorite thus far? Um, well, so their whole big storyline that they were doing from 2013 to like last year the end of last year was trying to get to Secret Wars which was like destroying the whole universe and uh, they actually weaved that story within like four years of uh, different titles and 
it mainly followed like Fantastic Four and Avengers, and uh, but it also like was kind of seen in other places too. But uh, it, it just followed this really grandiose plot that uh, you know ends with spoilers, uh, reality <laughs> being destroyed, um, and then recreated into the Secret World uh, Wars world. But uh, they pulled that off like really a lot better than you'd think. Um, the big thing about that is. It, it kind of gave you an it gave it just gave a lot of really interesting stories because they were trying to like there was people trying to prevent the world from being destroyed and the, what was causing the world to be destroyed was every Marvel universe was going into like some sort of overlapping state and if one didn't get destroyed they were both destroyed which is very similar to an anime Baccarano. <laughs> Um but uh, so you have the situation where good people had to make like bad choices. Like once you figure out that if these two if your two realities like overlap and you don't destroy one of them, you die. Like what do you do, right? If you're one of the like the big heroes that's like we can't kill anybody. <laughs> so it was kind of cool. It put a lot of people in a lot of like really cool moral conundrums. Uh, and they pulled it off pretty well. Huh. Didn't it uh, didn't it also bring about things like Spider-Gwen and Gwenpool? Uh Gwenpool. Huh. It's not quite what you're thinking it is. Oh. Well, there's there is like there are crazy crazy plots going on in almost every end of the Marvel universe and like I, I did like I said I did a panel on this where it was brutal and really crappy because I figured out you can't fit 4 years of uh plots in an hour of talking. <laughs> <laughs> you sure? Yeah, usually you focus on you should just focus on one like title for your hour instead of <laughs> Every single title Marvel put out, but uh, uh, Spider Gwen came out of uh, uh, the Web Warrior, like the oh, uh, sorry, it's um, shoot, what's it called? Uh, there was a Spider Man one where they were going through all the different. They they found that there was this web going through all the realities, and every oh, there was this guy going through killing every <sighs> Spider Totem person throughout all the different realities. So then Spider Man started jumping around, and uh, one of those realities like was uh, Spider Gwen and. There was like a the mecha Japanese uh, the the, the Spider Man from the that Japanese TV show uh, was a reality and like Spider Pig oh, was a reality yeah, was, uh, the Spider Verse yeah Spider Verse that's right yeah I'm getting I was getting confused with Web Warriors which is what they're doing that same plot but they're doing it in uh, the Ultimate Spider Man cartoon wait didn't um, didn't Deadpool end up doing the same thing going and killing all the other Deadpools <laughs> probably I mean how many times does somebody in a Marvel comic jump to a different reality and uh, find themselves. themselves like yeah, kill <laughs> every themselves. five minutes by the sound. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, makes you wonder how Shield keeps a accurate active roster. Uh, is this is Spider Man alive? No, he killed himself. Oh no, that's horrible. No, I mean like another Spider Man came and killed the Spider Man from this universe. Well, what are you gonna do without Spider Man? Ah, give him a month, he'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> so it's. It's it's even funnier because like after Secret Wars, reality comes back together, right? Oh, spoilers! Ah, give him a month, <laughs> but, he'll be back. But what they did was they completely eliminated like the uh, uh, the Marvel um, man. I'm losing all my terms, but the the other Marvel universe um, Which that they had been running with. Uh, it's the one that um, <laughs> what the hell is it called? Marvel um, Universe One Sixty Seven or something like that. <laughs> The six one that one, Mar- uh, six one, six one Miles Morales is Spider-Man. Uh, 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 shit, if only there was someone here who read a lot of Marvel comics and could tell. I know, right? Jeez. <laughs> I know, jeez. 
Uh, ultimate, that's right. The ultimate verse. They, they, they were destroyed. They, they kind of destroyed the ultimate verse, but they took all the good stuff from the ultimate verse and built it into uh, their main universe. And on top of that, like the Squadron Supreme comic that's going on right now, is all these other heroes from other universes that were destroyed, but like one or two people survived. So now they're in like this main universe, kind of being like, well, since our realities were destroyed, we need to keep this one safe uh, and uh, kill some people who killed our reality. <laughs> Wait, like, not uh, take over this reality nice. as is often done, but we yeah. have to keep no, this no. one safe. Well, their first, their first, the first person to go after is Neymar. They're like, you know, Neymar. Sometimes you're a good guy, but you're a big a hole. And how many times has Alanis like freaking attacked? We're just killing you, and they kill Neymar. Like they just kill him <laughs> brutally, and they lift Alanis up into the air and like crash it into the ground and destroy it. What the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, they're pretty uh, hardcore. <laughs> what the shit, guys? Come well, on. Namar, Namar was one of those uh, heroes I was talking about that made some of those uh, morally ambiguous decisions to destroy other realities. I don't think Namor really gave a fuck. He's always been a bit of a normal. Well, that, I know, right? He, yeah. he does what he needs to do to rule. It's the difference between uh, Namar uh, and uh, like Black Bolt and Black Panther compared to Captain America. Like mm-hmm. Those guys have like people who they have to rely on where Captain America would be like, we don't need to kill this guy. We're going to put him in jail and he'll break out in a few months, but we'll beat him up and put him back in jail again. Who cares That's if you people kill? <laughs> that has not worked out well for a uh, villain lately. If Well, let's just face it, I'm going to spoil some of the latest Captain America run where he <laughs> fucks up some dude and his fucking secret lab to take it over. Oh, yeah, because he's like, evil he's now, right? Yeah, oh, and the yeah. dude explicitly says Boy, something nice. like, oh, well, yeah, no, don't. I'm not going to worry about it. Uh, he just beats me up and does it, and fucking that's that. I'll be back in a few months. And then in the next panel, Captain America has just jammed his pointy-ass shield straight through the throat of fucking some dude's giant gorilla. Well, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they've done a Marvel's done a lot of crazy plots lately, and and they're actually pretty good. I mean, for you know underwear pervert comics, they uh, mm-hmm. they've been pretty quality, even for the flack they get when they do something like, oh, we made uh, Captain America a secret Hydra agent. Like it's a, it's actually done pretty well, so you can't really feel too bad if it's written yeah. well. Like they brought they brought the original X Men uh, to the present <laughs> and left them there. So now there's the original team from the 60s, hanging out in the 2000, you know, 2010s, um, just, you know, tooling around in their reality. And it, and it actually works, somehow. Huh, fair enough. Mm. So what have you guys been reading? I've been reading a lot of Marvel. <laughs> I finished the first volume of Monster, and oh my god, that comic That's a good is pretty. Oh my god. Every, every single panel looks like the cover art of a lesser comic. Hmm. Like, it's so beautiful. And the story's very good. Yeah, Monster's like, don't do good deeds. Don't ever. do good deeds. <laughs> Just don't. Are, gonna, you, are, you familiar, are you familiar with the premise of Monster? Not in the least. Oh, okay. It's, uh, so this, uh, like, famous surgeon who's on his way up in the world, he, he decides so little, to... What? Sorry to interrupt. I made a, a slight error in, uh, in what I said. Um, um, I did recently... Finished Monster, but also I recently finished Monstrous, and that is with, the comic. That you're is talking the about. one with the very good art. 
The uh, monster also has okay, art. I was going to say, I was like, last I checked, Monster didn't have the greatest art in the world. It's not bad. Yeah. But it's not, uh... No, Monstrous is, uh, is the one where every single panel is, like, finely colored and amazing. Um, how, would you, how would you say the plot is? It's also very good. Is it monster level? Um, not yet. It could... There's the potential there. Like, Volume 1 covers a, a span of time that is enough to establish what's up in the world and the factions and the, the you know, scary mysteries. Um, but I don't know if the scary mysteries will... Uh, what's it called? Like, I don't know if the plot will kind of come together and mm. be explained really well. It's good so far. Um, but I would not say it is monster good yet. Yeah, okay. So, uh, Victor, to real be quickly tell you what Monster's like, because it's actually really great, a really okay. great story. Um, so the, the surgeon has a, gets his choice. Like, these two orphans come in, and uh, they're, like, the, the, they're both critically hurt. Or, and the mayor comes in, like, at the same time, and he has a choice to either help the, like, kids or help the mayor. And he ends up helping the kids, even though they want him to help the mayor. And because of that, he like lose, you know, he ends up like this sounds... losing the fast track, at track, and everything. Everything kind of goes to crap. His his fiance le- leaves him, and he's just it just screws up his life. On this top of really that, really familiar. On top of that, the kid he saves, the boy, turns out to be a serial killer. <laughs> Um, and it like just goes, as a child or grows up to be a serial killer grows up to be well uh, no as a child he's just like evil but he you know oh, wow. as time, time goes on a little bit later when he's like lost everything and he's kind of screwed hmm. huh. but yeah it's a great story I highly recommend uh, Monster okay well, I'll check that out everything that guy writes is really good actually hmm. 20th century boy um, that sounds like a fucking country song <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a um, whatchamacallit. Damn, I had the name of the artist in my head, not just uh, not even a second ago, but I can't remember that now. Oh, well. <laughs> he also um, he also did another really great one. Oh, Pluto, which uh, is like one of those comics where you're it's Astro Boy, but you're not following Astro Boy, you're following one of the side characters. Right, right. And that that's also really good as well. Okay. Uh, I have been reading uh, lots of comics and manga. Um, I caught up completely on all of the Steven Universe comics, so all caught up on that shit. Uh, yeah, I bought th- a volume of that through the through the public library because uh, LA L- LA Public Library has um, uses a service called Hoopla, and uh, oh yeah, yeah, you can download comics right onto your phone or tablet. And I've been just you know catching up with that but then i went to goodwill like a few days ago and i bought evidently all but one volume of the k-on manga <laughs> and, oh, God. and i really love that show and i was really surprised to find that the manga is like like a four coma kind of kind of manga yeah. which i think which, which, it was very confusing but until i figured that out because i was reading basically the first <laughs> panel's of of two comics and the second panels of two comics. <laughs> I was like, wait, something's wrong here. Um and it's just been it's been hilarious. I love this shit. It's uh but the Steven Universe comics, I wish they made episodes based on some of the comics because they like like the My Little Pony comics, they are really good and really funny. 
and they do some some real world building in the comics that you really get the sense that an episode wouldn't have the time to to get into. Huh? Yeah, yeah. I haven't. I I've read it a little bit. It was uh, a lot of really short comics. Yeah. Well, that's why. Well, you can get you read the the big volume ones, the big the big volumes. Or yeah. um, like I got like a, a bunch of them out of the humble bundle sale of them. Oh, okay, you got the digital copies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and they're really good. You... I, I mean, I bought a, a physical copy too, but well, I figured you would. I mean, no, <laughs> no, no, it was I... on sale. <laughs> Otherwise, why the hell would I? They're gonna end up in hoopla anyways, right? Well, I just figured you'd want to own Steven Universe stuff. Nah, I'm not really big for I'm not really big on tchotchkes and stuff like that. I mean, only, I didn't own a single My Little Pony thing until Rose sent me a box of these little Funko Pop things. <laughs> for a second there, I fully thought you were going to say that you don't really like Steven Universe. <laughs> what is you know, that? I mean, like. Do do we now consider books Chotsky's? I mean, well, no. I mean, I look. I don't have a lot of physical space, and yeah. the bulk of it is my set. You know, the less clutter there, less clutter there is in my life, the better. I do own a lot of books, but they're all boxed up in my closet right now because I don't fucking touch them. I've read them yeah. already, so you know, there's no need for them to be out. No, I'm just. I was just saying, Conum Chotsky's kind of funny to call yeah. a book. No, I mean, the book. I don't. This useless book. Referring to the book as tchotchkes, I was like, you know, little figurines and stuff. That's why, like, I had a friend who's like, "Oh, I'm going to San Diego Comic Con. You want me to pick you up one of them Steven Universe Funko Pop things?" I'm like, "Nah, (laughs) why not? It's only thirty dollars." I'm like, "Yeah, it's only yeah, it's thirty dollars." That's a lot. I'm not. I'm not buying that. <laughs> not happening. Honestly, I don't like those fucking little Funko Pop things because it's always just the same generic mold with a fucking featureless head, and then it's yeah. just got some fucking detail painted on it. It's like, yeah, if I'm gonna buy memorabilia of a property, I'm gonna buy something that's a little more distinctive than fucking Samo rubber doll. I mean, I don't know. I mean, the the My Little Pony ones are pretty, you know, distinctive per pony. So, you know, and then <laughs> I got this from Goodwill too, same day. <laughs> I guess it was part of someone's loot crate. But <laughs> uh, Yeah, I remember that was uh, either a robots or an evil loot crate. I saw it on uh, Ashen's channel, yeah. which is a good channel. You should go and look at him fucking being horrified by cheap tap. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, uh, was, have any of uh, you have any of you read uh, Sex Criminals? No, yes. what's that about? I've only read volu- the the first one. Oh, okay, I've read, the I've read one two volumes. I think a third one just came out, and I didn't get that one yet. Nope. Mm-hmm. Uh, Image. It is quite good. Oh, I love the cover design already. It is. Uh, you want to describe the plot to to them? Yeah. yeah to the so listeners. Let me. Let me. Let me tee up this joke uh, because it is one of my favorite jokes in all of comics. Um, so there's these two people, and they meet, um, and they what is it? They hook up, right? They're like they, they're well, both at a bar. No, so the it starts with <laughs> the girl. The girl right. just wants to. Uh, the girl's working at a library, and uh, the library's going to close down for lack of funding. She finds out that she has a power to stop time when she orgasms. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have heard this pl- I have heard this superpower before and I do not think it's from this comic. <laughs> um, is, is your jo- am I going to ruin your joke if I keep describing it? 
No, so so there's a I'm the the joke is what they call their respective things. And I'm oh, okay, so it. anyway, she yeah. meets she thinks she's all alone. Mm-hmm. And uh, she goes to uh, rob a bank, I believe. Or no, sorry, she didn't. Go, she meets this guy and she she has sex with him, and he yeah. doesn't stop either. And uh, yeah. the amount of time they they stop time is the amount the refractory period. <laughs> so you know, there's a, a certain difference in when one of them will come out of it or not, or when one's ready, or <laughs> just. <laughs> There's all these like they they look into all the world building aspect of this power and everything else you deal with. But anyway, to save the library, they're like, well, what do we do? We'll use this power to stop time with orgasms to to rob a bank to save a library. <laughs> and uh, let's just say it goes hilariously wrong from there. <laughs> yeah. So so the the joke that I really like is that she uh, calls her like special power when when she goes into this you know like time stopped kind of reality almost uh, she calls it the quiet when it when it happens and uh, oh yeah when they're talking about it she asks them well well you know what what do you call it and uh, there's the joke for people who can't she see says uh, uh, you know does it does it or it, <laughs> she calls it the quiet. Uh, what do you call it? And he replies, uh, not that. And then it's a smash cut to him as a kid looking up at a sex shop called, in blazing colors, Come World. Yeah, let's just say, you know, her experimentation with her power goes along like a pretty, you know, scientific kind of like not so crazy way. Him, he when he figures out <laughs> what he can do, it's like, you know, he's like crapping in his boss's plant every day because he's pissed, <laughs> and like rearranging things in stores in the adult bookstore, like looking at it, just like everything you would think the you know some guy that's not completely you know sane would uh, do, or maybe sane, <laughs> sane or given the or given the complete understanding that he can do stuff and will never get caught. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So they might. Yeah, read the book. <laughs> so, read yeah, the book. The funny part. The funny part about the story is it's written by uh, Dan Slott, who is, uh, I think. Oh no, sorry, Matt Fraction, um, who is also writing. Uh, what is he writing right now? He's probably going to be one of the Spider-Man books. Yeah, he's writing uh, Spider-Man. Or at least he was. Or no, sorry, he's doing Daredevil. It was Daredevil at the same time as this, so you're kind of like, oh, this is cool. A lot of the big writers these days have like an independent book with Image, and then they're also doing like another title. Huh. So it's kind of a cool time. Like a lot of the good writers again, a lot of work. Uh, yeah, no, Matt Fraction and Dan Slott have both done Spider-Man recently. I just can't remember what they've done. But I do know that Matt Fraction is also responsible for that really fucking good run of Hawkeye that went for a while. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep, that's right. That's what he was doing. Uh, Hawkeye yep. is such a good comic. Oh, uh, that was so good. <laughs> and then uh, Dan Slott's also the guy, I think he's behind Squirrel Girl, but I can't remember uh, no. like, the revive of Squirrel Girl. No, uh, Dan Slott's doing everything Spider-Man right now. Like, uh, he's, he's running, like, the main Spider-Man stories. Um, so he's the Spider-Man man. Yeah. 
He's a Spider-Man man. Spider-Man man. Wait, if he'd like... been bitten by a radioactive spider, would that make him the Spider-Spider-Man man? <laughs> Wait, yeah. Or would it be Spider-Spider-Man man? I think it would be Spider-Spider... I think it would be Spider-Spider-Man man. <laughs> or, well, no. Spider-Spider-Man-Man-Man. Man, man, man. Who's an ar- sp- <laughs> Who was an arachnologist? Would that make him a Spider-Man Spider-Man <laughs> Man? <laughs> no, it would make him this. It would make him the Spider Spider-Man Man Man Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, so um, have you guys read uh, Alex and Ada? No. no. Alex and Ada, uh, it's a comic I, you know, because once you start borrowing enough stuff out of the Hoopla system, it starts making recommendations to you. And um, Hoopla (laughs) figured out pretty quickly, I think robots are rad. And uh, (laughs) they recommended Alex and Ada to me. And um, so I I, I really, I do recommend this, uh, but only if you can get your hands on, you know, reading the volume ones. The volumes of them there are four volumes and you don't have to go through the individual issues because the individual issues are pretty short um but uh i think there's uh 20 of them in total uh but um it is this really great comic about this guy whose fiance leaves him and his rich grandmother uh buys him a uh, a robot uh house a robot companion and uh, wait, 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 robot companion like in Jeeves the set, in, or robot companion like companion? No, no, as in like Jeeves, as in like okay. a, a Roomba, a Roomba in human form, you know. Kind of <laughs> uh, Jeeves, like, like, hello, sir, or Jeeves, like, Jeeves. Uh, <laughs> now you're just do, you, do you remember Stephen the show? Do, did you ever see Hugh the Laurie. anime? Um, <laughs> did you ever see the anime Time of Eve? No. Oh, I don't watch anime very much at all. Okay. Well, anyway, so it's basically a um, a robot servant, um, and the only thing that keeps them looking human, that makes them look human, is the fact that they have a, a basically a tattoo on their forearms, which they have to keep visible at all times. Um, and he figures out that... Um, well, rather, he's told that the robots that they have, because they're all work on the same sort of artificial intelligence. The robot, the artificial intelligence they have was actually, when it was invented, a full artificial intelligence. Huh. And it's just been basically clocked down. <laughs> so uh, this whole comic is the is the basically his journey in bringing this companion which is apparently very very expensive to have uh emphasizing the rich and the eccentricness of his grandma um and bringing it basically to full level sentience and then having to deal with the ramifications of the fact that oh shit society be afraid of this huh well did he not see that coming somehow no no he saw it coming and it was already kind of illegal (laughs) <laughs> but he did it anyways and it was a really good it's a really good little comic I, I my kind of guy yeah. <laughs> time for eve was really good too oh so good yeah Love. i really enjoyed that short anime i wish there was more of it oh well, oh, well. yeah oh well oh <laughs> uh, I'd, I'd probably sign on for hoopla digital but i think uh considering my taste after it got enough of my stuff to <laughs> 
<laughs> give a recommendation, its recommendation would be just stop. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please. Stop reading comics. Stop it. We don't want to know, damn it. We don't want to know. I've plumbed depths that should have not been seen by man. <laughs> yes, you have. Goodness gracious. <laughs> So what Dude, is it you really use? Like, so you use a uh, uh, how's so what plugin do you use to organize your all the, your various comic readings? Um, I use two things for Western comics. I use a program called Comic Rack, which I'll be honest, I primarily in the past used to read Hellblazer because I had the entire run of Hellblazer on an external hard drive, <laughs> pretty much from like when it started all the way up until when it got. Uh, till the point where it finished and then a year or two later they started up that new Constantine book mm-hmm. uh, I most recently used it for all of the Afterlife with Archie books because fuck yeah Afterlife with Archie is really good is it? oh it's so good it's like an so Ar- I mean, and, I, and I hate to say this but it's an Archie comic Victor yeah, you haven't dude. been paying attention no, yeah, I have, Archie I have. Comics. Not now. Archie Comics have had a huge refresh, and it's really good. Really? Hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah, I've been hearing it's... only good stuff. I haven't read it myself yet, but I hear. I listen to uh, Comic Geek Speak podcast, mm-hmm. and they're always talking about it. It hmm. uh, it kicked off with Afterlife with Archie, which is basically uh, like Jughead. He's like I'm pretty much just going to spoil the first half an issue or so. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Jughead, he's tooling around. He's fucking hanging out with Hot Dog, doing fucking Jughead stuff. You know, yeah. eating, trying to avoid Ethel, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. And uh, he's tooling around, and he hears this screech thump. Oh, no. Some motherfucker took out Hot Dog with their car and sped off. <laughs> Dang. So, oh, no, shit, that's pretty bad. That's that's a pretty big shake-up. So then, So then a the couple of pages later, you've got Sabrina hanging out, you know, doing Sabrina the Teenage Witch stuff, you know, magic and magic, I guess. She was part of the Archie universe? Yeah, dude, she always has been. She's really? always an Archie character. Yeah. Huh. I thought yep. she was just she I started it was like as her own an, thing. She started as an Archie character and then got spun off. Yep. Cool. All right. Well, learn something. But uh, yeah, she's hanging out doing her thing. She, suddenly, there's a knock on the door. There's fucking Jughead holding a bloodied hot dog, going, "Please do something mm-hmm. with your magic." So she goes, "Hmm, maybe." And her aunts go, "Better not do that magic shit, son. Bad <laughs> shit's gonna happen." She does that but magic she goes, shit. Then she goes, oh, fuck you, I'll do what I want. <laughs> Fucking sorts out Hot Dog with her magic, which, of course, starts a zombie plague, which destroys all of Riverdale. Oh, boy. <laughs> and the world. <laughs> and also gets Sabrina committed to the magical equivalent of an asylum. Uh-oh. Where she marries Cthulhu. <laughs> I mean that entirely literally. She gets married to one of the elder ones. That's going to be some ugly kids. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Have you ever seen like those baby Cthulhu dolls the, with the tiny little bubbly heads and the fucking tentacles? Adorable. But anyway, yes, I'm. I, it's when they grow broad, up that concerns me. <laughs> that's a very broad outline of the series with a few spoilers, but uh, there is so much good stuff in there that it is still so worth reading. Like it is a ridiculously good series. Hmm. Uh, but no, the plugin I use for manga and also manhwa, which tends to be Korean comics and things like that, is a thing called AMR All Mangas Reader, mm-hmm. which is three quarters fucking broken, but I persist. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not even joking. This thing has been up and down like a horse draws. It's oh my goodness. 
it's not pretty, guys. <laughs> but hot damn, if it don't work. Freedom at least made a reasonably resilient program, even if it's a bit of a mess. <laughs> yeah, I anyway. mean, uh, the one problem I have with Marvel Unlimited is it has no way of marking something red. Mm, oh, yeah, that is, good. like, the primary... Well, one of the primary reasons I use AMR, the two reasons are basically it'll display a whole chapter in a page that I can just scroll down. Yeah. Instead of having to load image, next page, load page, load image, next page. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I read really fast, and that makes that really annoying. Yep. And the other reason is it keeps track of my chapters when things update and what I've read up to where the end of things is. That's pretty much the two reasons I use it. Yeah, you think the thing I'm paying for would have that like pretty simple feature. Yeah. But let's tape. see... Yeah. Uh, to give you an idea of how much manga I read and why I'm not going into too many, why I'm not going to go into too many specifics about <laughs> any particular manga I read, uh, in the last 14 days since I refreshed, I've read an average of 728 chapters per month, huh. which means that over the last 14 days I would have read 10,204 chapters of manga. What? Wow. <laughs> I told you I read fast. <laughs> yeah. Well, manga usually doesn't have a ton of words. <laughs> Depends on. Hold on. I've read. Uh, the, I've read. Um, I'm probably. I'm probably about two thousand four hundred Marvel comics in the last like two years. Uh, for the viewers on the stream, I'm just going to bash through. Here is a visual representation of how much manga I read. Oh my god! I could scroll on like this for quite a while. The pink ones are ones that I haven't read up to the end of it yet, where I haven't finished all the available chapters. These blue ones are blue ones where I have. Yeah, there's plenty there. And this isn't even a complete list. There was a time where AMR couldn't accept more than a few hundred manga. I think it was about 300. Oh, my god! So I had to clear a bunch out of my list. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> that, is, uh, that is the one downside to AMR, is that it, makes, it enables me to read read very quickly, which means that I go through a lot of manga, which means that I had to broaden my tastes and read some real fucking <laughs> shit. Maybe just move to a different uh, you know, genre. Oh, I read every genre within like that region. No, I mean like outside of manga, you know, like be like, well, now it's time to read all the classic novels that were written. <laughs> oh. uh, yes, I probably should do that, but, you know, mangas why would are I do fun. that? I don't have pictures. I mean, I mean, I mean, and really, who wants to read War and Peace when you could read a manga about a man falling in love with a vegetable? Yeah, or I could read a manga like Upot, which is the thrilling story of an ex-soldier turned teacher trying to fuck an underage gun. <laughs> an underage gun. Uh, you, yeah, yeah. Yeah, nope, that is, that is not actually an exaggeration. Nope, uh, because all of his students are guns. Yes. They're all guns trying to train to become useful weapons. Yes, it's amazing. <laughs> I mean, though it does have some good concepts and some good jokes, I'll give it credit. Like, I think it was actually adorable how they all went out and had a picnic at the shooting range and they brought along their lunchboxes and instead of just your regular Japanese-style lunchbox, they all had their lunch in ammo tins, which I thought was a pretty fucking good uh, joke, I guess. <sighs> 
reference, uh, whatever you want to call it. Yep. And there was the time that they made a couple of jokes about how I think it was M, the M16 girl. Uh, yeah, the M16A3 girl. Like, she's super energetic, but then she falls asleep all the time. And that just passed unremarked for a while until someone said, hey, why does she do that? And someone else has just gone, oh, it's because she's burst fire. <laughs> I don't know why, but I laughed for like 10 minutes about that. Her name is Ichiroku, and she's an M16A4, apparently, <laughs> according to the Wikipedia article. <laughs> oh, my yes. God. It's uh, been going also- for seven years. Wow. Uh, hey, man, I followed fucking Ah oh My Goddess for 14 fucking years. Oh, my God, that show. It came out when I was, oh, God, I would have been in early high school when what, uh, uh, Oh My Goddess started coming out. <laughs> Did it end? Is it still going? I don't know. It ended, yes. Uh, what does it they end eventually, They eventually actually got married. By, uh, what's his name's, her father. Do they have, like, a kid or something? Like, that's, like, half That guy? much I don't recall. I think they had, like, a future kid. No, wait, that's Tenchi Muyo. Never mind. Because it ended, like, a year and a bit ago or something like that, so I'm a little fuzzy on the details now. <laughs> uh, comic ended in 2000. Oh, pardon me, 2014. Okay, a bit more than a year ago, two years ago. Wow. So, yeah, I'm a little bit fuzzy, but, yeah, basically they got married, mm. everyone was happy, except for being unhappy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Man, it's crazy. Oh, yeah. like, and when you graduated. When you read that sheer amount of like stuff, it blends together until you start like looking at title names and it like comes back to you. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the thing. I have so many titles on the go, and like you could name me something, and I might not even remember that I'm actively <laughs> reading it. <laughs> but as soon as I see like a page or a cover or a character design, I'm just like, "Yep, I know what this is. I can tell you the whole story." Uh, <laughs> yep. There are some that stand out in my mind, though. Like, um, there is... Uh, what is the proper title for it? Domestic Girlfriend is the English title if it has an English release, but it's normally just known as Domestic No Knojo. It is a romance story that kind of takes all of the questioning out of, oh, will they bang? Won't they bang? You know? <laughs> and they just bang right actually, away. And then... probably, yeah, no, literally. They bang in the first chapter within, like, a couple of pages. Wait, are we still talking <laughs> about the, the gun one? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, they yeah, definitely bang, going. But <laughs> no, domestic no Kenojo is a different one to the gun one, which also has a lot of banging, just a different kind. Uh, <laughs> oh crap, man! I'm just seeing all these comics that I'm reading that are actually really good that I'm not mentioning. <laughs> like, for example, have you guys heard of the Vision comic that's going on right now? Oh yeah. yes! Yeah. Oh my god, read the Vision. Yeah. Yeah, the vision is so good. It they take the vision and they have him become the liaison to the White House for the Avengers. Wow. And huh. he create he moves into the suburbs of DC and creates a family of synthoids and it's told in almost like oh. it's in that like dark like, I remember kind of, like and, foreboding foreboding and, and, way where the narrator knows everything that's going to happen already and is kind of hinting to you like well, this was the last time you saw these people alive before that and, happened. And the Vision's wife? I remember I remember reading yeah, something well, about her. Well, yeah. I mean, it just starts going... It goes as badly as you would think of a, uh, a, a Vision creating himself a family with feelings, mm. sort of. Uh, I seriously cannot think of a book that has given me such a creeping sense of unease as that fucking book. Hmm. Yeah, it, it's so good. Like, they accidentally kill a dog, and uh, so they end up bringing it back to life as a synthoid dog. 
Ooh, ooh, that's kind of kind of unsettling. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. What happened to our dog? Our, our, here, meet our new dog that we have. <laughs> it's like, ooh. Literally everything in that book is just unsettling as fuck. Oh, and there's uh. this uh, there's this X Men book called uh, Worst X Men. It's a limited series, and it's about a guy who ha- who finds out that he's a mutant, and he's like, yeah, he's just like a normal dude, whatever. He's like, yo, you're a mutant. Let's go to Xavier School. We'll find out what your mutant power is. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to be special. And he finds out he has the power to blow up, but he's not immune to his power. <laughs> I'm so sorry. If he ever, if he <laughs> <laughs> Let me see if I understand this. So he's basically Wolverine without healing factor. Well, I mean, Wolverine without yeah! healing factor sometimes. Ah! He just bleeds. Ah! Yeah. That's actually happened in the comics. But no, <laughs> he's, he's, he's... A suicide yeah. bomber without an external explosive. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he'll just, he can just at some point detonate and kill himself. And that's his mutant power. Wait, how did they figure it out, though? Because they, you know, they checked his genes and, like, you know, I don't know, did whatever, <laughs> like, Cerebro does. Or, I don't know, they're X-Men. They probably jumped through time. But, uh, <laughs> no, no, they, the, they... the point is, is he goes from being like, oh, man, I'm just this, like, loser in high school. And then they're like, well, you're a mutant, so you can stay at the Xavier school for the gifted because you are gifted. And he's like, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you're gifted do not ever use your gift that would be bad no no they checked his G cells we're not allowed to say genes around the mansion anymore oh <laughs> that's good. Um. oh uh, the uh, current unbeatable squirrel girl stuff is really good too like the first story arc she gets sent back in time and she starts trying to do all the like stereotypical things that you would want to do if you went back in time to try to tell the people in the future that you're there <laughs> or to find other time travelers. Like she's like, oh shoot, I'm stuck back in time. Who else has gone through time that I can try to use their time machine to get back? And it's like looking through like a book to try to figure out all these names. And uh, she ends up like running into Dr. Doom because he had a time machine. <laughs> But, uh, you know, like, she puts out an ad looking for other time travelers, and it's all, like, it's in the 60s, and it's like, hey, you elite guys who want to pwn, like, new, you know, like, using all these, like, terms that don't exist at all at that time to try to get people to find her. <laughs> oh, it's pretty good. The one with Doom was especially good because she's just like, how are we going to disguise you? Huh. Oh, I know. We'll just tell everyone you're a cosplayer, and it <laughs> fucking works. <laughs> like fucking Punisher rolls up, and he's like, "This is the end for you, Doom." She's just like, "No, no, 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 just cosplay." No, no. Like, Wait, no, it. that was actually cool. Doctor Doom. Have fun, Squirrel Girl, and just rolls up. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold up. Wait, that was. I thought that was just like. I thought that was fan art. I didn't know that was actually in the no, comic. No. No, oh my god! Okay, that's well, Squirrel Girl goes. Well, I guess I need to read the Unbeatable Squirrel Girl. It's it's highly worth it. Uh, let's see if it's on Hoopla. Recommendation. And also, if you want to be horrified and depressed by a comic, for oh, uh, all the people out there like me, who you should read Hellblazer because Hellblazer <laughs> is the most horrible, depressing comic, and I fucking love the shit out of it. Pretty good. I, read, I don't, I read I, I don't want to read comics that make me sad. Well, it doesn't oh, make you, you sad. Don't Sometimes sad. it just makes you mm. like fucking despair. <laughs> Why? Why would I? I mean, I get that some people like that, but I look at comics as like escapism. I want to look at it and be like, ah, this is this is happy. This is kind of awesome. Yeah, people are kicking ass and. 
Well, yeah. let's put it this way. A lot of other comics, you, it is, it's escapism and you have the big victory because, oh, these guys come up and rise above and fucking, yeah. Yeah. They go above and beyond. Well, Hellblazer is exactly the same. It always ends in the big victory over the <laughs> current problem, kind of. <laughs> a victory. Let's just say there's a victory over a the victory problem, except again. instead of going up and above, everything goes way, way down into a horrible pit of hellish burning shit uh-huh. before climbing back out again, clawing tooth and nail, mm-hmm. and probably spitting in the eye of some horrible major demon along the way. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I will give uh, I will give Hellblazer credit though. Out of every comic I've ever read, it is the only foreign comic and one of very few comics that have come out of Australia as well that actually treat indigenous Australians with respect. Oh, that's good. And give them some agency and like make them as something other than just the magical black man or African American with a different passport. Hmm. Like, there is a dude in Marvel Comics called Gateway. He is literally the magical black man. His only purpose is to pop in, be a plot device, and fuck off again. Hmm. He is a MacGuffin in skin. <laughs> uh, that's like the, what every comic uses almost all the time. He has a hmm. son as well called Bishop, who is actually a character who is... Wait, Bishop is... Gateway? Bishop? Gateway? I didn't even... I didn't know that. How did I not know that? I know, like, (laughs) everything about X-Men. Yeah, bro. (laughs) Gateway is Bishop's, like... I can't remember if it's his dad or his grandfather, but by the way... Yeah, Bishop's uh, parents are from just outside of Sydney, and they got, went to the camps in San Francisco after Bishop was born during the great fucking oh, this war. Oh, great-grandfather. Oh, there you go. Yeah. But, huh. yeah, Bishop is meant to be an indigenous Australian. He just acts like an African-American dude from, like, the New York Projects or something. Well, he's also, like, three generations away in some crazy dystopian future. Also yeah. true. Yeah. All right, so let's... uh. Well, unless there's any other recommendations you guys want to make, I'd say we wrap this up so we can go play some Overwatch. I know. I want to yes. go play some Overwatch. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm actually itching to play Overwatch. Oh, the o- <laughs> hold on. On that note, if you guys haven't read the Overwatch comics that are available for oh, free yeah, to read really online, good. you guys should go do that. They're fucking amazing. Dude. Great. Um, Let's see. Okay. Plugs. Hold on, hold on, we hold on. Do some- Oh yeah. Type gotta gotta open up notepad to type them up in. Alright, go ahead. Sorry, I started go. rushing because I want to play some fucking Overwatch. <laughs> well, Alright, let's go. <laughs> okay, comic plugs that we haven't done so far, or even if we have, or comic related things. Nelson, mm-hmm. go, since you are leftmost on my screen. Monstrous, which we mentioned before. Uh, Monstrous or Monstress? Monstress, but uh-huh. also monster. Um Oh, you know what? The Snowpiercer comic is pretty good because the movie is the first uh, volume of the comic, but there is a second volume, and spoiler alert, there's a second train. What? Yeah. Wait, does the second volume just deal with the second train, or are those kids? Do those kids find the second train, or do they die by the polar bear that eats them at the end of that movie? The second volume deals with the second train and deals with the repercussions of the first train. Oh, they, they, they derail because there's a broken train on their track. They're like, oh no! It, it, you should read it. It's it's pretty good. 
Hmm. Just okay. uh, read Volume 3, Training Day. <laughs> <laughs> Other Scott. Oh, man. Uh, well, we, we talked about a lot of them. I also didn't mention uh, the Thor. The current runs in Thor, going back from like 2014 to now, are just great. That's with the la- that's with the new Lady Thor, right? No, it, well, yes, yes, that is good, and also the stuff before it, the the story before it, uh, is Thor, a uh, young Thor, is a story that takes place in the past with a young Thor during the present with like you know normal Thor, and then an old school Thor, and it's about a god killer that's going around killing all the gods, uh, and he succeeds by the end, and the old Thor is like the last god left. Uh, and it's a really, really great comic. Well, he's the god killer. He's not going to roll around opening fucking Sabaros. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's... Uh, there's so many good comics to talk about. I, that's probably the highly, most highly rated, I could say, of the ones I didn't mention. Oh, and Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck's good. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are a fan of the original uh, comic known as Tank Girl... Uh, you should probably be aware that there is a sequel-ish comic that was kickstarted uh, relatively recently uh, called 21st Century Tank Girl, and it is basically more Tank Girl. It's okay. very good. Cherva. I'm so... Uh, well, let's see. As for comic recommendations, hmm, uh, Yamada and the Seven Witches, which I didn't mention during the show, it is, it sounds like it's going to be real shitty, but it is actually really sweet and adorable and clever kind of funny, with lots of dumb convoluted schemes, and it is not high school kids who are mysteriously the most competent fucking people on the planet, it is high school kids, like, being dumb high school kids with crazy powers, (laughs) like... They discover they've got a body swapping power. What's the first thing they do with it is just swap bodies for dumb shit like cheating on tests. Wow. <laughs> huh. uh, let's see. There is Food Wars, which if you pirate a lot of manga like I do because I'm not rich enough to afford my manga habit, uh, you will find under the title Shigeki no Suma, is really good. It is basically people doing shonen fighting with cooking. It's initial D, but with food. No, it's well. No, if it was initial D with food, I'd also have to append its initial D with food, and it's also good. Oh, oh, what? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, dude. The initial D manga sucked big. Oh, I never read days. the fucking manga. <laughs> no, it is it is so bad. Like the last two races, which is Tak and younger Takahashi brother against mm-hmm. some other dudes. One of the old dudes. Uh, no, it's not one of the old dudes. That's the anime. There's a season after that, which has already been done in the manga. Oh, yeah. It's some other guys in some other prefecture. It took literally two and a half years for those two races to finish. Huh. I'm sorry. It was two and a half years solid of literally just a picture of a car going sideways. A picture of a car going sideways <laughs> from the other fucking side. You think these manga are great to me? You think these manga writers haven't seen a, a drift race before? They don't last very long. It was so bad, <laughs> and like, and you don't get the Euro beat in the manga. So I mean, come oh, on. I had the soundtrack playing, and it just <laughs> basically you can abandon initial D as soon as Impact Blue fucking pisses off, or either that, <laughs> or if you can stand past that. As soon as he beats the guys after he gets the new engine, just stop there. Fucking forget about it. Mm. If you do want a good car manga, though, ha 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 ha, watch that segue. See, I don't just do it to you, I do it to myself, too. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, there is a manga called Overrev with either one or two exclamation points after it, which makes for some weird grammar. Uh, but anyway, that is sort of like Initial D, except the, it is not, Hi, my name's Tack. My superpower is cars. Also, I fucking hate cars. This is my entire character arc. <laughs> uh, it's about a girl who is on her high school track team. She's obsessed with running and all of that business until she just blows out her cruciate ligament in a race and gets super depressed and she's just hanging around, moping around, decides to go and hang out with her friends one day, and they get the shit scared out of them by a drift car going past on a mountain pass. And her friend's like, holy shit, that was dangerous. She's just like, holy shit, that was awesome. (laughs) 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 And she doesn't just get magical powers handed to her when of driving handed to her because her dad owns a tofu shop. (laughs) <laughs> she has to like learn how to drive and get her license yeah. and she has to go and get a job to buy a cheap shitty car oh there's a live a action version of it too yeah. yeah and it's really good it's just the translations have stalled at about 99 chapters so and there's no official translations that go past <laughs> like chapter 30 I think it is because there's a long story with the publisher going down in flames mm. wow but yeah it's a good time for what of it there is, and if you speak Japanese and want to help translate it, well, you know where to find me. <laughs> the drawings of the cars are pretty good. Oh, yeah. And, like, it's not any of this fucking, oh, I'll hook my tires in a fucking gutter, uh. and that will turn me into a slot car. <laughs> <laughs> No, this is the kind of manga where, like, oh, no, yeah, we're drifting, we're going, how do I pull it back? I don't know. Oh, shit, we've crashed into Tokyo Harbor. (laughs) (laughs) All right, and... uh, and Plus, like, you know, the characters are realistic. They're not one note. They're people. They have interests and friends and things. It's a really fucking good comic, and it is criminally underappreciated. Go and read it. (laughs) Uh, for my part, uh, I am going to recommend that, uh, if you like comics that are surprisingly good, I am going to recommend that you read the, uh, the My Little Pony comics because I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish that the se- that this season of the show thus far would have just been completely scrapped and they just stole all the plot from the comics because there is some seriously funny shit in there. Um, ditto for... Uh, well, I wouldn't say ditto for Steven Universe. The Steven Universe show is damn solid. But uh, read the comics too because they're great. Because they're great. Also, you get some uh, really funny char- uh, ver- uh, artist versions of the the characters that <laughs> just look hilarious from time to time. Um, that's about it. Uh, other than what we've. Uh, oh, and if you're in the mood for some non, if you're in the mood for some nonfiction comics, I can't recommend this enough. But um, I recommend that if you're interested in comics at all, you read Understanding Comics by uh, Scott McCloud. It is a comic book, but it's a comic book about comic books. So A comic book about comic books? We have to go deeper. <laughs> do, you, do you have a comic book about a comic book about comic books? I'm pretty sure there's at least a few pages that are pretty self-referential in here. So, <laughs> probably. Oh. Yeah. yeah, like here, there's this one bit that says... Um, <clears throat> 
Uh, it's about uh, how people fill in the blanks for stuff they don't see. He says, in this panel, you can't see my legs, yet you assume that they're there, even though they're not. So it's a really good uh, book, and I highly recommend it. So, uh, all right, then. Yes. Well, we've talked Wait, about comics. one more plug. What, what's there the plug? There's one more plug, up, but it is not related to comics directly. Uh-huh. But there are comics that you can buy there. Uh-huh. Yes, like the excellent Storytellers Anthology, which you should absolutely read. You need to go to shop.mamath.net, M-A-M-A-T-H.net. Okay. You have to go there. She has got a bunch of sick new pins, including some Pokemon Go team pins, which look amazing. That I believe you made. Uh, well, not personally. I just get things done. Uh-huh. <laughs> All of the credit goes to, uh, well, my math. She's the one who does all of the hard work, and then I just show up and go, hi, bruv, can you do something for me? <laughs> <laughs> yes, and then uh, she's also got a pretty sick Gesh Swifty Rick and Morty pin. She's got a bunch of cool stuff on this store, so get in there and go get it. All right, then, well... uh we are going to go play Overwatch. So, for uh, acceptable vices, we will see you guys next week on Friday Night Party Line. Until then, uh, I'm Victor Frost. Thank you to Skojo, Nelson, and Cherba. And uh, you'll hear from us next week on Friday Night Party Line. Good night, everybody. Let's go play some Overwatch. Yay. Good night.